Now, throughout this week of celebrating Tokelau language and culture, we have been blessed to witness our sons and daughters doing super impactful services and, and things and achievements around the globe. Seiya Alainu Ese Mikaela Mayava. Well, it's no small feat. Now based out of Samoa, after many moons of traversing the globe as an IT exec for UNDP, a dance choreographer in Germany and the U.S., fighting for climate change, where he and fellow Moana children were needed, you know, through movements like Water is Rising, Pacific Climate Warriors, and many more. Seiya Alenu Ese Mikaela Mayava is a man of the earth born of its seed. Seiya is also an authority on keyhole gardening. What that is, what well, I can't tell you because I've never done it, hence the reason why we're speaking to him. Uh, it's a, what, what I know is this. It's a process of planting, growing, and cultivating food in smaller spaces with apparently with lesser amount of water. Now, again, don't take my word for it. I could be wrong. But here, joining us this morning as one of our special Tokelauan guests to help us uh, celebrate her language and her culture. Welcome to the program. Look, uh, so yeah, if we can just quickly start in terms of your uh, brief background and, and the cultures that uh, came together to form this vessel we are about to engage in, please, if we can start with that. Yes, yes. Um, I was born and raised. My my parents are both Samoan. Um, my grandmother is my only link to Tokelau on my mother's side. I was born and raised in Tokelau in 1978. And uh, there was, that's where everything was born, how I love. And, um, you know, when we are born, the first thing comes out of the hospital is your umbilical cord, you know. And um, that's our pute. It was, it's given to the family, and that's and then they um, dig a hole and plant a coconut tree in it, and that's uh, the the beginning of how we, uh, you know, our responsibility to the earth, you know, and um, and that's I grew up and always have the passion of taking care of the land, um, yes, and uh, that's where the keyhole garden, the fight for, um, you know, defending, um, and um, you know, the climate change and and all that. Wow. Look, we'll get to the keyhole farming, but um, one of the uh, movements that you have been a part of, uh, you know, we've got the water is rising, the Pacific Climate Warriors, but if someone were to uh, search your name online, one of the most powerful images is of you and 12 other va'a or kenu or waka in Newcastle port in the middle of all these frigates coming in to move coals, and then you've got these 12 little islanders with their little bow-bows stopping them. Yeah. Tell us about yeah. what okay. goes through so the mind of someone that has the courage to say, well, my, my wood and your metal, well, you know, tell us about this work well, that you do. It, it all started, that's where the Pacific Climate Warriors started and was founded. Um, it was in Turkey, Istanbul, uh, when um, there was a global climate um, movement. Uh, the global power shift when we came together and then we we're talking about how um, how you know we can all stand and then make that 
and change the, 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 the statement, you know, how people, the narrative, how people saying that we are drowning nations. Um, we wanted to change that narrative because it was wrong. We're not driving, we're not drowning nations. We are, you know, we are a fighting nations. You know, we fight to survive. You know, um, the hands where uh, the saying goes, uh, you know, we are not drowning. We are fighting. You know, and then we all thought of, um, we all came together as the Pacific Climate Warrior, and and we thought, well, there's only one thing common um, in us, and that's our mana, and that's the the, the, the spirit of the warriors. And um, that's how we fought through to, you know, fight for our land and everything, our independence, our, our sovereignty, everything. Um, and then we thought of um, what, the, what actually, you know, like um, how with our upbringing. And, then, um, and one common thing also is the canoe, you know, how we build the canoe because that's our way of life. That's how we, you know, we um, we look after our family, you know, and um, you know, in Tokelau, uh, for so long, for um, almost maybe a century, um, the, the the generation never seen um, a canoe has been built from this, from scratch, you know, from getting the tree, from picking the tree, from praying to the, you know, the gods of the forest and and all of that, and we wanted that to be also a part of bringing our 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 children and our youth together to actually realize how important the land is to us. And the land is threatened by climate change, you know. Um, so we wanted to, um, in, our, in, in our 14 member countries in the Pacific, we wanted to, to, uh, to carve canoes. And in the same time, we teach our kids, you know, and uh, our, our youth the importance of, of canoe in our life, you know. Because canoe is very important in all on the Pacific culture. So in in Tokelau specifically, we you know we we brought the, we went back and then now brought the youth together. We asked the elders, please, uh, guide us in 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 this in this journey. Um, yeah, and it was really amazing. Even myself, you know, um, just looking at how everything was done. You know, even I thought that we just I bought a chainsaw, you know, a very long chainsaw, and I thought we just cut the tree down. And it wasn't, you know, you have, you know, you pick the tree and you dig, dig all the, you know, dig around the tree and then you have all the ropes around it. And then you actually, you know, there's a song uh, that they sing and then you actually put the tree down like bit by bit, you know, you can't have the tree fall down. So that the whole process was really, um, you know, it was really touching. It was, everybody was really shocked of how it is then and how our ancestors, you know, fought for everything. Uh, we carved the canoes, we carved the canoe in a month, and then we took it to to, um, to Australia, the same as other, other member countries. And the reason why we went there, because um, Australia is the biggest gold ex exporter, you know, and they are our Pacific neighbor. And coal is one of the bad, you know, um, fossil fuel that they burn and then causing this climate change. And we wanted to tell Australia, and you know, and and also, uh, like I said, change the narrative and say that we are driving nations. No, we're not driving nations. We are nations that we fight um, to survive. You know, and we're not drowning. We are fighting. Um, so we all got there, and then we went to Newcastle Port. That is the biggest port um, on the Apple Store, and um, you know, they export the the coal in 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 uh, mega ships. You know. Uh, and and um, just going there with the canoe. So what we were trying to do, we were to to block that, and uh, to block those um, 
big mega can, um, uh, boats so that it disrupts the, the system because we want to target the, you know, the, the finance. If, you know, if we disrupt that, you know, um, you know and, and also at the same time, we send that statement to Australia. You know, that's, you know, we are, we, you know, we are nations, we are people. The same, just a- anywhere in the world. The same thing with the water is rising too, or also in, in in America. You know, trying to to change the narrative where people they don't know us. You know, um, and that's the main important thing in 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 life. You know, is human to human connection. You know, if you don't if you don't if you don't feel that, and if you don't see that, then of course you don't care. <laughs> So we we really wanted to do that, and and it, and it was effective. It was really effective, and it was what we call in the movement the non-direct, the non-direct violent action. So not not being violent, but being peaceful. We just rode the canoe out. You know, it was really amazing, because um, you know, we, with what we do, we don't do it for ourselves only. We do it for everyone. And that includes, you know, our ancestors fought for the land and everything, you know. So imagine our ancestors fought for for us uh, living on the land and all of this. And because of climate change, because of actions of other people, it's actually destroying what our ancestors fought for. So the whole fight is that you're going not just with you, with your spirit, but with the mana, you know, you you reach out to the mana of your ancestors. And of course, you know, the only true God. Um, uh, our God to actually help you through it, and um, on that day, you know, it was it was hundreds of Australians actually also came and joined us, and uh, I was leading it, and it was cold, and I only had a vest of uh, you know the, the life jacket vest and nothing else, you know, with my with my custom, my traditional custom. And for eight hours, I stayed on the ocean on our canoe, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you can feel like you know you you are fighting for what is right, you know. And like I said, you know, our connection to the land is very very strong in the Pacific because of that ritual that we have in our culture. You know, that's where you say Rolofa Shinomanga, Pute, No, and that's my connection to the land. You know, your Pute is, is buried there with a coconut tree growing out of of it. And from that coconut tree, more coconut trees will grow out from the fruits of that coconut tree. So um, for all the population, for all the pute, and for all the generations born in Tokelau, you know, it grows more coconut trees. And, and hence, we are more stronger connection. We have much more stronger connection to the land. And climate change is threatening that. And we are sending this statement out, is that we are not drowning nations. We are fighting nations. We want, you know, and... And 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 Tokelau became the first nation to to depend, uh, you know, for uh, to to get away from fossil fuel and depend on renewable energy, solar power, um, for their electricity needs. You know, uh, and so it's a small island, but we are actually doing the right thing of moving away and 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 taking care, you know, and adapting and, and mitigating climate change. You know, mm. um, more nations like that, they can do all of this. You know. Um, going out there and, and 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 spreading the word and yes we are people just like you um, you know humans we are humans you know we have a culture we we, we have a land uh, you know we have families you know just like everybody else that is doing this destroying the land you know 
So everybody needs to come in and and actually do the right thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I just I just um, um, uh, uh, move moving for getting away from fossil fuel and and all of this. No? So can I can I ask you about because um, one of one of the uh, well I don't know what you'd call it I, I I don't know whether it's considered new technology or old knowledge that is now being utilized but you've actually built a platform around the utilization of keyhole gardening and I know that you've traveled the Pacific in terms of demonstrating but can you explain to us what that is because I, I I don't have much time but I wanted to touch on keyhole gardening and the efforts that you're using keyhole gardening for to help do the inati and the contribution of food back to Tokelau. Yes, it, it's uh, it's all happened. What what you said in the beginning of the of the program is is um, is right. You know uh, the definition of kiho garden. Um, you know using all the um, you know uh, uh, the waste. You know uh, environmental waste and to build the kiho garden and save water. So, but it, but this one uh, is started in Africa. You know, in Africa, not much water, and they, this is where uh, Keyhole Garden um, started and was founded. And when I would move back home, um, I said, "Oh, well, Tokelau is actually have a challenging environment of the soil. There's not much soil. Uh, it's mainly um, sand and coral. So, it, but there's lots of waste. You know, there's lots of um, of uh, green and and brown waste." So we can actually make our own soil. So I started, you know, I, I, coming out of um, information, looking after the information communication technology for the UN, and moving into farming. It was like a big, big move. But I was thankful enough that I met, um, you know, Dr. Malcolm, uh, the late um, Dr. Senuman Tafa, Malcolm Hazelman, and um, he coached me for one year on the internet, on the Facebook. One best thing about the Facebook. Um, he coached me for one year, and um, while every you know everybody is doing the, the volleyball in the afternoon and all of this, I'm hiding at the back of our house and building this keyhole garden. And in six months, you know, like the amounts of vegetables coming out of the back backyard garden of our house in Dokela was amazing. You know, where people were like, huh, where did this came from? You know, and. Um, and with that journey, I started like, you know, I always dream about, you know, like I said, I'm, I was born and raised in Tokelau, but I have, a, uh, you know, most of my, my parents are Samoan. And I always wanted to come and, 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 and plant here and farm here in Samoa. And I got the job uh, coming here to look after, to manage the, the, the more, more Catholic, Tokelau, more, more Catholic compound. So when I moved here, when I got the job, when my council of elders uh, gave me the job to move here. Um, it, when, in in Tokela, you have a responsibility here as a, as a man or as a human <laughs> um, to actually contribute to, to, the, to the society, to the village. And I'm not really a good fisherman. <laughs> but since I, I'm, I'm able to actually farm and started my journey of farming, um, uh, gardening, I wanted to do that then also. When I came here to Samoa, I still... In me, I still have that responsibility to contribute back home. So when we came here, there's a two acres here. There's not much on it. Um, then I wanted to contribute. I mean, I wanted to continue my journey as a as a, as a gardener. Um, so we started. The, uh, I started the the, the Keyhole Garden here in Moa. We have a group called the Keyhole Garden Group, and uh, founded by Malcolm, Dr. Malcolm. And we came here, and everybody was amazed of like with the cucumbers is. 
almost one meter long, <laughs> the tomatoes, everything. So that was a big hit, and everybody loved the idea, um, which I adapted the idea. So I call it the adapted keyhole garden. So with every 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 garden's method that we're doing is that like the traditional Samoan bedding style, um, and then we just adapted to actually. Um, you know, to include the principle of keyhole garden, which are you're using the the, the materials, the brown and green material waste, uh, like the, the dry leaves and the green leaves, and then you use the branches and, and, and cardboard boxes and all these things, manures, and you use those ones to actually create a food source for, for the plants, you know. Um, because if you create a good source of, of food, just like human, and you, your plants actually will grow healthy and grow much bigger, you know, so on and so on. And that's where the journey is. So the schools started to, you know, get into it. So we started sharing it with the schools. We had schools, uh, tours from primary schools. Uh, we had, uh, helped to turn some more primary school into like a green environment, uh, sustainable school. Um, Papautas uh, uh, College, uh, Girls College, um, to primary school. And then we continue to help uh, with many other organizations here, mm. um, you know, to continue and, 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 um, and push these keyhole garden methods because then we don't have to look at, you know, to see people burning their grasses and all of this. And we try to get the people to get back to how it was. Mm. When our ancestors actually used everything to compost everything, and, and instead of burning them, you know. Wow, it's so amazing. It's actually bring people together also, and, and, and but also uh, remind people of how we used to farm. You know, no chemicals, uh, no chemicals that destroyed the soil, and so on and so on. Huh? So yeah. Uh, I unfortunately I've run out of time, but I I didn't even have time to cover the fact that you're also a choreographer. You've taken dance groups in Germany. You choreograph. Um, uh, you were the artistic director for Water Rising Tour to the U.S. Uh, so if anybody's listening and you want to find out more about this person I'm talking to, uh, look up Seiya Alainu Esemikaile Mayava because um, that's a whole nother podcast on its own. But look, um, thank you for sharing that. But what I want you to uh, um, before you leave, I want you to some encouragement and don't get loud to our the diaspora you know we we tend to have come i mean now uh, the capital of Tokelau should be moved to Porirua <laughs> population of Tokelau in the whole world uh, but to all our Tokelau uh, young ones and the Toinas and the Ulus and the listening from around the world um, brother share some words uh, you know to encourage them in this beautiful celebration yeah yeah don't don't forget your roots you know um, wherever you are, you know, if you look into your, the, the roots, that's where things started. And your roots, if you're Tokelau, and actually Tokelau, Tokelau as a country, you know, as, as an atoll, uh, still there in Tokelau, you know. Um, don't forget that. And uh, whatever you do, um, and don't give up, you know. <laughs> um, Tokelau needs you, um, needs you, um, whatever you can do to help. Uh, develop and help to support Tokelau, you know, do it. Uh, in general, in life, you know, I have been through so many and still going through so many, and that's what life is, you know, but it's never meant that life it should um, be be that way. You know, you, we, can, we, we always um, can strive for the best, and that's the best thing, you know. Uh, always 
try to do the right thing and um, and always know that uh, you know God and never forsaken us um, whatever we do you know sometimes we go uh, uh, places and you know it doesn't go to what we uh, plan but God never forsaken us God is always there and God is good all the time you know Allah I look at the umma um eh uh uh kupuhokikuhala Thank you very much. God bless the journey. We'll speak to you again.